This edition of Nation Talk is being brought to you by Scotiabank. Respecting your past, trusting your future. Think what we can achieve together. Wapiscat First Nation Chief Teresa Spence remains steadfast on her hunger strike, which began on December 11th. She went on a hunger strike demanding a meeting be held between First Nation leaders and the Prime Minister of Canada, as well as the Governor General. Spence wants to talk about treaty rights, resource revenue sharing, and the infringements on Aboriginal rights that are contained within the federal government's omnibus bill, Bill C-45. The chief was prepared to stay on her hunger strike for as long as it would take to see that meeting happen, even if it meant dying. The chief is looking forward to the January 11th meeting as announced by Prime Minister Stephen Harper last week. Chief Spence spoke with Nation Talk on January 2nd inside the teepee where she's on her hunger strike on Victoria Island in Ottawa, which is located in Algonquin Territory. Here's part of the conversation we had on that cold afternoon. So what day is it for you today and how are you feeling? Uh, 23. 23. Yeah. 23 days, yeah. Um, I feel weak today. Um, I'm getting tired and um, I'm very light, light-headed today mm-hmm. and um, I'm thirsty a lot So, um, and I feel a little bit shaky when I walk. So um, I'm getting weak and um, yesterday I was okay but uh, three days in a row I was really um, weak so mm-hmm. I'm getting tired, my energy is getting down really low. So take us back to 23 days ago when you started your hunger strike. And so why did you start that? And then we also know it's, it's turning into a global movement for um, support in what you're doing. Well, when I was at the assembly um, back in November 4th and 5th in Ottawa, or well, in the Quebec site there, they were talking about the treaty. And, uh, you know, the treaty, it was uh, about the resolution about treaty and... Um, and some chiefs were um, expressing their thoughts about the treaty and how the government is violating the treaty. And also they were discussing how their um, communities are in their, th- in their third world conditions, like how bad it is. Mm-hmm. And they feel that, uh, you know, this this government is not even listening at all. So, and, and there was another, uh, there was also a bank counselor there from, uh, his name was Matthew. And he's uh, from the reserve from that uh, flooded two years ago. And he was talking about what they were going through, and uh, he mentioned that they were still living in the city in uh, oh, Lake Saint Martin. Yeah, that's the yeah. one. Yeah, and um, he expressed um, that he's been asking for the government for help, but they're not really responding to them. And uh, he was asking for help and support from the chiefs. We couldn't even help him. You know, we couldn't even help him. You know to. Get, you know, to assure him that this, these things will improve. So I sat there and listened, and um, I could uh, feel his uh, frustration because that's what we uh, kind of went through with the third party. Like, we were, we were so frustrated, and uh, we were, you know, like it was too much, and I could feel his pain. And also when, when the chiefs went to the parliament to protest, trying to get in there, but they were denied, and... And that hurt me when I seen that, like, you know, mm. why are they doing this? They're never going to let us in that parliament and and address our, our concerns and voice our concerns. And I see that doors never going to open for us. So while I was sitting there and I, and I was just, you know, I asked the creator, I said, creator, I'm going to get up there 
stand up and speak. I said, give me the words. Just give me the words what to say, I said. So I got up and I said, we always talk about this treaty. How many times are we going to rally? How many times are we going to protest? How many times are we going to write a letter to the prime minister? How many times? In the meantime, while we sit here as chiefs, our people are suffering, I said. Our people are suffering as we speak, I said. And I said, I'm going to go on a hunger strike, I said. And I asked the chief to write a letter to the prime minister in the crown and ask for a meeting with all the leaders. And when I see that meeting, then that's when I'm going to quit my hunger strike, I said. And so what are you hoping the outcome of that meeting will be? Well, for all the leaders in the prime minister and the crown and both levels of governments to talk and plan together with the, with our future and, all, and to um, renew that relationship and uh, to honor the treaty. You know, the treaty was it was a spirit of intent to build up our future together and honor each other and respect each other and uh, love each other and share the land. You know, and for the government to honor our leaders, you know, like, it's a chief's responsibility to plan for the future for the communities, not the government. To take all these legislations out of there and take the Indian Ag out of there and for the leaders to be part of the government, you know, they have to be part of that government because they're the leaders of the First Nations. And the Prime Minister's, uh, you know, he's the leader for the Canadian citizens. And the Crown is the uh, our partners for that treaty. So um, for this meeting, it has to be equal justice and fairness for us. You know. And so what if it doesn't happen? Well, it's up to, uh, the leaders that really have to um, take another step and challenge them in court because we have every right to ask for this meeting because they're inviolating the treaty. So the next time we will be at it to take them to court. And so I think that's everything for me. Is there anything else you'd like to say or add? Well, I'm really proud of the, uh, the grassroots uh, movement of the Itamore. I see all the youth and the elders and the children and the, the women and men together there. And, uh, you know, even Canadian citizens are, are there with us. You know, the movement. Now the leaders are hearing the message and they're going to take that message to the government with the missions from the Idle Moor. And it's, it's important for all of us to unify with the Idle Moor and the leadership because, you know, you can't really blame the leadership in the past or even today because their hands were tied with all these legislations in the government's um, Indian Nag chief. So they did their best, you know, and like, and it's important for people to understand, you know, there was a reason why the chiefs couldn't really make a movement, but now they have the grassroots uh, in the Idle Moor behind them. And they're making a movement, and it's important for them to go together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, and for the prime minister to remember, it was the people who, that put him there. It wasn't him who put himself there. It was the creator and the people. So he needs to listen to the people, and he needs to listen to the creator and pray to him to open his heart and, and come together as Canadian citizens in the in the country of uh, called Canada, and demonstrate that in Canada we are peaceful people and we're loving people and we have compassion for each other not to destroy the relationship that was part of my conversation with Attawapiskat chief Teresa spence who has been on a hunger strike for nearly one month now waiting for a meeting to happen between first nation leaders and the prime minister of canada 
For Nation Talk, I'm Jennifer Ashawasage. This edition of Nation Talk has been brought to you by Scotiabank. Respecting your past, trusting your future. Think what we can achieve together.